In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. There are two paths. One is the path of darkness. The other is the path of light. One is the way of wickedness and violence against the innocent. The other is the way of righteousness and wisdom. Incline your ear and accept these words, that the years of your life may be many. There are two and only two paths. You must learn one and turn away from the other. Such is the heavenly wisdom upon which we are given to meditate in our Old Testament text for today. Here in the Proverbs, we find nothing less than a king of Israel, the very monarch himself, displaying his divine royal wisdom. How different things might be if our own governing authorities could think and speak as King Solomon did. Just think what our country would be like today if they had the wisdom of this ancient king. May the Lord in his mercy grant this to them quickly. Nevertheless, what we have in King Solomon's Proverbs is more than merely a ruler showcasing his great insight. It's greater than a carefully crafted speech to be studied by future generations in the academy. At the heart of it all, we see in our text a loving father handing over the wisdom of the Lord to his son. We see a father raising his dear son in the way he should go, the way of the Lord, the path of the righteous. Indeed, King Solomon teaches his son using language of movement. He speaks of being in motion, of embarking on a journey. He says, do not enter the path of the wicked. Do not walk in the way of the evil. Avoid it. Do not go on it. Turn away from it and pass on. You see, with these words, Solomon indicates to his son that our lives are continually in transit. The course of our lives is a grand procession down a certain path. And as important as the ultimate destination is, Solomon is also very much concerned with the nature of the path on which his son proceeds. The way of the wicked is like deep darkness, he says. They do not know over what they stumble. The way of the wicked can be compared to a man walking down a dirt road at night when it's pitch black outside. He has a flashlight in his pocket, but in his arrogance and great folly, he simply refuses to turn it on. Confidently he goes, thinking he knows the way just fine, that the road before him is smooth, that he has nothing to fear. Suddenly his feet fail him as he stumbles over a fallen tree he didn't know was there. He regains his footing, but still his pride and foolishness prevent him from using his flashlight. 
It's not that it doesn't work. He just won't use it. What doesn't kill me makes me stronger, he says defiantly. As he presses onward, undeterred, more confident than ever, he soon wanders right off the road into a patch of thorns and poisonous plants. Somehow he frees himself, albeit with great difficulty, and standing there bleeding with itchy rashes all over his skin, he finally seems to come to his senses. He finally takes out his flashlight. He grips it in his hand tightly, leans back, and throws it as far as he can. That light is offensive, and it hurts my eyes. He shouts, I shall use my reason instead. He shook his fist in the air with righteous rage, and thus continued on his path. The man was just delighted with himself, but he did not know over what he stumbled. The darkness of his path matched the darkness of his mind. And little did he know that at the very end of the path on which he traveled, a lion lay hidden, ready to devour him. Such is the way of the wicked. The wisdom which guides them in their path is no wisdom at all. It is a false light, distorting their perception and leading them from one evil into the next. They do not know over what they stumble. Yet still they will persist and incite you to follow the wisdom they've received from their father, the devil, as they go along on their path. You'll hear such people in our day say things like absolute sexual freedom is a good thing. Christianity is oppressive. You need to do whatever it is that makes you happy. Pursue money, wealth, fame, status, and all such things over everything. And if on the inside you feel as though you're a woman, a man, or something in between, then that is what you are. And don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Listen and give ear to the things the Lord teaches you instead. You must not enter the path of the wicked. Do not go on it. Turn away from it and pass on. Repent of your wickedness. And do not walk in the way of those who are evil. For as our text says, they cannot sleep unless they have done wrong. They are robbed of sleep unless they have made someone stumble. Turn instead to the wisdom of God. Turn to the Lord Jesus Christ and follow him. For he is the wisdom of God incarnate. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And none who follow him shall be put to shame. As scripture tells us, though Christ Jesus was in the form of God, he did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form. He humbled himself by becoming obedient even to the point of death, even death on a cross. 
Christ our Lord eagerly and perfectly followed all of his Father's instructions written in his holy law. He followed the path laid out before him, a theological path much superior to the path of the wicked. He walked the path of perfect righteousness, which we could not. And in doing so, he made a path leading us into communion with his Father. In fact, our Lord is leading us into the new Eden, where we will walk with God in the flesh and behold the beauty of his face into the ages of ages. And all these things are possible because of the divine righteousness and wisdom of our Lord Jesus. And this righteousness and wisdom pleased his Father in heaven, and it has pleased him to give them to you as gifts. By your baptism into Christ, you have all become sons of God in whom he is well pleased. You've been generated from above by water and the Spirit, and so are now sons of light. Walk thus in the way of the Lord, in the light of God's word, and shine even as the Lord your God himself is true light. I speak now to the husbands and fathers here in our midst. Go and lead your household in the way of the Lord, even as Christ leads his church. As your heavenly Father has taught you and handed over wisdom to you in the Lord Jesus Christ, Go and do the same for those in your house. Catechize your family. Teach them the Holy Scriptures. Teach them Luther's small catechism. Don't worry about doing this perfectly or accomplishing everything in short order. Your Father in heaven is gracious and merciful toward you. He will supply your every need and make you sufficient in these things. Perhaps now, more than ever in the history of Western civilization, we need strong, godly men to take up this task. For your adversary, the devil, has many eager catechists himself, and they will seek to turn you and your household unto the way of the wicked. Nevertheless, the Lord of heaven and earth will be your strength. Be strong and courageous, O men of God. Say with Joshua and of old and countless other Christians before you, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. To the wives and mothers here, support your husband as he goes about this his God-given task. Encourage him, defend him, and thank God for such a man. The Lord has given your husband to you as a gift, and he is a powerful sign of God's goodness to you and to your family. To all who are single, learn the scriptures and the way of righteousness with great diligence and pray for God to equip you for the tasks I've mentioned 
if he should grant you the divine vocation of being a husband, father, wife, or mother, according to his will. The Lord your God has called all of you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. In Christ, your heavenly Father leads you in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Indeed, as our text says, the path of the righteous is like the dawn, which shines brighter and brighter until full day. Let not these sayings escape from your sight. Keep watch and guard them as if they were a prisoner to be kept under your constant supervision. Treasure these things in your heart. For by God's grace, you will soon shine like the, risen, the crucified and risen Son. And the days of your life with our Lord will be many. To Christ be all the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen.